David, whether you have a few weeks old puppy or a senior who's seen multiple decades, any dog person like me knows the most valuable thing in the world is spending time with your pet. Yep. The farmer's dog makes it easy to keep them healthy, which can give you more quality years with your lovely dog. Yeah, well, I've heard farmer's dog makes and delivers fresh, healthy dog food. And, you know, that's what everyone's looking for. It's recommended by vets, nutritionally balanced. Uh, it's made from human-grade ingredients. Safe, clean kitchens, all that stuff matters. Yeah. I mean, you love your dog. Why Why get the lousy food for your dog? Farmer's dog is the best. Traditional dry and wet dog food options are extremely processed. Sometimes dogs- much lower quality. Yeah. <laughs> you, you put it in their bowl and they go, what is this kibble? And they knock it away. What is this canned goo? Oh, yeah. I've had our dog, yeah, look at the bowl yeah. and then kind of crank its neck up and look at me. And it was like, really? They go, really? Why don't you go first? You want a bite of this? Slop. <laughs> and it makes that sound. Here you go, dog. Mm -hmm. So Farmer's Dog isn't just no. higher quality food. They also send the food pre-portioned specifically for your dog based on their unique nutritional needs. It makes it easy to help your dog reach and stay at their ideal weight, David. And which is one of the biggest indicators of a full, healthy life. A fresh diet has been found to have all sorts of benefits, David, from healthier coat mm -hmm. and skin, better breath, if you want to kiss your dog, and even easier digestion and smaller and better poops. Let's look at a clip. It doesn't matter <laughs> if your dog's young or old, it's always the right time to invest in their health for more happy years with your dog. Get 50% off your first box at farmersdog.com slash fly. Let the farmer's dog know we sent you. Use your code or click podcast after you sign up for your first box. Here's a little song I wrote about our oh, good. upcoming guest. Okay. Paul Giamone. Paul Giamone. Can you guess who our guest is? Is that it? Oh, uh, it's Paul Giamatti. You it? are yeah. a winner, my friend. I was wondering where you were going with that. You didn't really go anywhere. <laughs> well, these are called micro songs. They're like my micro impressions. They're songs, but they're just micro songs because I don't want to hog the spotlight from our incredible guest, Paul Giamatti. What I love hanging out very with Very cool guy. dude. Kind of guy you would hang out with, uh, have some pizza with in New York. Super. Uh, it was very fun to talk to. We um, get into paranormal. Oh, yeah. He's into the paranormal. He has a podcast coming out about it. And he mm -hmm. really gets in that. And I like that because everyone has had some experience with something weird, something that they want to tell you about. Yeah. He had a lot of good stories about that. He's been in a lot of, uh, obviously, the big movie. <laughs> <laughs> Is there, did the someone big say, movies. <laughs> The big movie. <laughs> you got, no, you got on. It's great. You got on court. Um, and he's been in. Uh, oh, he was in Twelve. He's a slave. The uh, feel bad movie this summer. Uh, he was. He's on Billions. Um, Thanks for doing all the talking. Sideways was the major one. Um, Adams. Did you mention Adams? The, oh, John the, Adams. Johnny we, Adams. We learned a lot about JJ Adams because. <laughs> Adams, we were laughing that you can't really tell if he's doing a good impression or a bad impression because it's so long ago. But. I'm Paul Giamatti. He's very, oh, that's pretty good. I'm Paul Giamatti. He was so nice and he's had such an amazing career. He does comedy and he does drama, mm -hmm. both perfect and really fun to talk to. I would listen to this one. Don't, yeah. don't press don't, the pause don't button. Don't touch that dial. Don't go over to some other podcast. Just listen and enjoy.
these 40 commercials. Paul Giamatti. Hey. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> That's all I got. I know. It was a good one. Well, I, I think you've done very well. I mean, <laughs> Thanks. there's quotes on lo- I mean, there's fans. I mean, you, you're like a, you're a thing. You're a thing. You're like, okay. You had, you had Billy Bob Thornton on. That's another guy who's a thing. Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah. Well, he's, yeah. He's like a serious, funny guy. He's like, yeah, yeah. he's, he's amazing. He's wait, you had him on what? Oh, on billions. No, I had him on. I've been doing this uh, podcast. Whoa. whoa for like whoa, two months. Whoa, whoa, yeah. Whoa. I know. Two months. What the fuck? Yep. He's a newbie. Yep. Paul, yep. did you have to? Do you have to take any special classes? To any do courses podcast? or anything? Yeah. No, I didn't. Okay. I found that I didn't need to. Okay. I'm learning on the job. Okay, that's what we did. <laughs> yeah, we haven't learned one thing this whole time, and it's been a year and a half. Has it been a year and a half? Yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, I think if you're uh, if you're curious, just curious about anything, that's a good place yeah. to be in. Because uh, you're, I'm curious about you. <laughs> well, no, that's it. No, and I think I think the thing is that I, I was like, well, I'll, I'll talk about all this shit that I never talk about, like UFOs mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. That's super interesting to me. I can mm-hmm. endlessly talk about that stuff, Bigfoot and stuff like that, like just endlessly. So, you know, I it's, love it's, that it's stuff. Good, and I, I think that's a good area because yeah. I like, first of all, that you're veering a little bit away from Saturday Night Live, which helps us. <laughs> yeah. And. Um, yeah, Bigfoot hosted in 2011. Did he really? Um, that was John John Mulaney, who's a size 14. So that was oh. why they called him Bigfoot. But let's go back to Sasquatch. You know, and a Bigfoot. Yeah, yeah let's talk about this stuff, Dana. Absolutely, because I think I'm it's happy to talk riveting. about. It. Let's spend a little time on it. Here's my. I'm happy to talk about Saturday Night Live. I don't know that oh, I have as much interesting we, stuff to say. But no, I, your episode is great, and we'll we'll save that. That's a teaser. Okay. okay. I went okay. over it. It's it's was received incredibly well, and you were very was very it? funny. In it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, good. Oh, right. yeah. Good. It's, good it's a great episode. Good to hear from you guys. Good. From Actually, us, Dana, yes. I want to jump in and say in your monologue, you were like shot out of a cannon. You were sort of like, you're ready to go. Is it a little I nervous was. or what? What? Or? I think I was, I think I was nervous. I think I was also, if I remember right, I was really sick. So I was, oh. I was sick as a dog. So I think I was overcompensating. Wow. I think I was like, I was like, I got to get myself really ramped up because I, I was really unwell. What I had a, a terrible bad time to be sick. Terrible. The terrible. only incredible thing about being sick and David, I'm talking about in terms of stand up or whatever, your nerves go away because you're like, I don't think I can even fucking do this. But I guess yeah. I'm going to do it. I'll just do yeah. it. But I, I'll, yeah. no way I'll be any good. Yeah. But you could, no, I actually yeah. like being sick in some things or really tired too, because yes. then I don't over fucking do it. I overdid it there, but I don't normally overdo <laughs> it. You know, but I do think I was extra. I mean, I, I normally overdo it. And if I'm sick or tired, it'll cut back on my my overdoing. But that monologue, in fairness, for anyone I've hosted twice, Dana's hosted. Even if you've been there and you see it and you go, I wouldn't get nervous. You you hear that music in the back and you're like, fuck, is this really it? And then yeah. you, you start to shake a little. It's just yeah. too much. It's like No, I was so very nervous doing the whole thing. I was so nervous I didn't really <laughs> want to do it at first. I was like, I don't want to do this. They came and offered it to me and I was like, fuck no, I don't want to do that. That would be too I would fuck that up. That would be terrible. I would screw that up. I don't want to do that. But you do get scale. I think yes, that's what do. I got. Yes, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, well, you also... um. I think I'm sorry to harp on this, but it was interesting that uh, it was a blizzard that weekend. Yeah. And I think from your monologue, I could 
gather that it was going to be hard to get an audience. You don't even know if you're doing the show. I think that's true, as I remember. Yeah, it was a gigantic blizzard. It was a huge one. You were thanking the crowd for even coming in. You yes. said, we didn't know if we'd have a crowd. We yes. didn't know if, and that's just one more layer of making you sick. Shut the, yeah, shut the whole thing. Shut the whole city down. And I think yeah. it was the first time they'd ever had the party afterwards, not at a, they had it in that studio. Oh, a little mixer. A little wow. mixer. It was a little, it was a very much like a little I've mixer. I've never heard of it there. Yeah. yeah it would it be so there. convenient. Yeah. No. Yeah. Just yeah. break was, open the, whatever you're drinking right there it was on the a little ice. Sad. Yeah. It was a little sad. Spectacular. Well, since we're on the topic, <laughs> Paul, the rocker, I mean, you got, once you locked into these characters, you're really, really funny. The British guy doing the gibberish. Uh -huh. Uh, sure. The Lundford twins with Fred Armisen, who I <laughs> he doesn't even remember. That was really that I remember being the most fun. I liked that a lot. I thought that was really funny. And they did all the sets really well and the costumes and, and the other people were so great. So exactly like the people on those kind of hee haw type things. And, and Fred Armisen great. was with you and he's great. always he was hysterical. Great. But yeah, yeah, that's the magic of it is that it's just picking the show by Wednesday. And then these beautiful sets and beautiful costumes and yeah. you never think it's going to work. And then. The air show, it's like, hey, we're actually, we're doing, well, I guess, what we no, do. I, yeah, I can remember <laughs> them saying, like, they were like, what do you think this guy's hair would be like? And I said, sort of like James Caan, the kind of like James <laughs> Caan 70s perm that he had. Yeah. And they, then in two seconds, they had that wig it's made. Great. And it was just amazing. Well, they didn't really have funny. it made. I, I wore the James Caan <laughs> big <laughs> wig in 91. In 91. And I wrote on the bottom, I said, save it for future hosts. There but anyway, you look great in it. No, they but do that like that. Danny, you ever try on the pants and it says former cast member, you know, really? it'll say someone from 10, 15, 20 years ago. Because <laughs> yeah. Farley used to wear, once he found Belushi ones, he would put them on under his own pants really? during the show. And I go, you're, that's like a crazy person thing. To like do. his lucky, his lucky yeah, pants. Lucky, yeah. But yeah. I can't, I go, how do you move in... Two pairs of pants. Two pairs of pants. Didn't bother him. Didn't bother him. And he moved amazingly mm -hmm. two pairs of pants. Very well, they have, a, they have a big bulletin board in the wardrobe area, and they list your name, and then they list your sizes, <laughs> you know, waist size and, sure. and length. And I was the only one who had reverse sizing. So Lovitz and I have this funny long-term thing of reverse sizing, because at that, those days, I was very slender. So my waist- So you were very slender, and your legs are incredibly short. <laughs> no, my leg. Well, I, they had me at 32, but I, I don't like short Oh, pants. super long legs. I'm sorry. I said you No, saying. not super right. long, but I, was, I had a small <laughs> waist. Scene. Dennis yeah, Miller used to say, fucking uh, Rob Schneider's from his, top, the bottom of his nuts to the top of his boots is 11 inches. <laughs> Jesus, that sounds so mean. By yeah, the way, just shy he, of a foot between the uh, the knee bone to the hip bone. Okay, femur to anklet. Uh, you know, Giamatti looks a little like Schneider, which I think you said Giamatti, no, right? Somebody said, or somebody you said, said on some talk me. show. Do I look, look like him? Do I look no. more like him? Am I aging more into looking like him? Because I never no. thought I looked like him, but I was mistaken for him. There was a period of time <laughs> really? where I was constantly mistaken for him. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know what started it, and I don't know what ended it, but there was a definite, like... <laughs> you went into it, and you faded out yeah. of it? It's a weird uh, gap that where, where everybody was convinced I was Rob Schneider. It's not in totem, but maybe a little bit about the upper lip and the nostrils, 
He has kind of an Elvisy mm. thing going on there. He played Elvis in Japan. We talked about that. There might be oh. something right in there. I thought it was the eyes more too, mm. or something. Mm. kind of the big. Well, eyes. if you listen, let's just say this Come probably on. never happened. There's a Grown Ups three. We have a Schneider contract situation. We call <laughs> Paul. All I need is ten minutes in the trailer with you. Can you say okay. maze, maze? You could sound maze, like him. Maze. I don't look like there Paul Giamatti. Quit saying it. I'm oh, not, he's got they're hair. They're both offended. He's got he's got <laughs> hair. No, I wasn't offended. I just couldn't figure it out. I was like, that's so weird. If you put us together, there's no way you would think we it were. It was the same. I was having dinner with him once a guy came up, Paul Giamatti, and he really just, now he that's went, the thing I always wonder is does it said, happen no, the other way? No, I'm not Paul Giamatti. Funk you. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> I try, Rob, if you're listening, another, we're joking. There's, no, so there's another little window where I got mistaken for Larry the Cable Guy, which I actually can see more <laughs> than the other thing. That's where 90% hat, though. At least three people thought I was. Larry I love that one. Well, that's a that's good one. Okay. Yeah. Do you mind lowering your voice for a second and, and saying, get her done? Get her done. Okay. Get her done. <laughs> it's not bad. Well, it but, is the guy. The thing, but I did wonder if people, there was no mistaking him for me, though. That that would right. never happen. Why is that a one way street? But I if you know. have that hat, he wore a hat, right, Dana? Yeah. I, I, like Dana, you I don't have a face or a voice. Like I'm a completely neutral person. So I'm able mm -hmm. to, if I put a hat on and just <laughs> do any, I can walk amongst. You just look the, like a. I don't. Really? I'm in. A, I don't have any. You could put a nose on. I'm perfect to add a voice or a thing. It's a blank canvas. People, Spade but I. Yeah. People don't recognize you. People don't immediately. Your voice. No, nothing. It's frustrating. You, you, what nothing. they do is they squint painfully. Mm -hmm. Like, why do I know that guy? Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. I love being anonymous. I, I'm not. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm an introverted extrovert. But David and yeah. I used to be mistaken for each other yeah. a lot. I could see that. Yeah, I could sort of see that. I could same sort of tribe. See that. He's got the little beard now, and we That's both good. went to differentiate back. you guys. That's a good idea. I had bangs till I was 55. <laughs> <And> then <laughs> I said, my wife said, "Hey, boy, like the the Dutch boy here." Yeah, yeah. my wife said, "You know, tired of having sex with Howdy Doody here." Okay. <laughs> Let's come <laughs> back and do something. Although, how do you do nice. a little brill cream? Both of you guys have a good heads of hair. It's nice to see. I like I, we to have, there's that. a lot of product. There's a lot of smoke and mirrors. If, Why if, not, I, if I Why came not? out if of a can... pool, yeah. you, would, you would comment to somebody. <laughs> you would Jeez. throw up. Jesus Christ, the way, there's an island uh, out there. That peninsula is shrinking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just in a dentist mood today. <laughs> yeah, that's very interesting. I'm punchy already, which is, is a that good... a thing you go to normally, or is that just is that you're in? I we all well, I love doing Dennis Miller. I think mm. he's brilliant. I mean, his mm -hmm. the way he'll filter language. Like, give me a subject, anything, uh, or uh, an idea, anything. Uh, uh, having having a having a, an ice cream sundae for for lunch. Yeah. Well, that's a, that's that's a good dietary choice. Okay, <laughs> give me the seven thousand calorie split. All right, I'll put that in my orifice and hold my stomach for two hours, cramping. So that's a good way to spend a Sunday <laughs> afternoon. So I, got, I got a freezer burn in my perineum. You, you never <laughs> exactly. said exactly. David is a heir apparent to Dennis. Yeah. Uh -huh. doing this podcast, his throwaway wit and and references. Mm -hmm. So they're they're twinsies. But anyway, Paul, what we love about yes, you. Yes. <laughs> Paul hasn't even talked yet. Paul, no, this is fantastic. We're getting let's, to you. Paul. Let's we're do a little bit supernatural because I want to. I just That's I good. just want to tell people. 
It's also on YouTube, and it, you can listen to it. Ching. Yeah, because there's Chin animation Wei. with it. Yeah, it's yeah. called Chinwag, oh. and and there's animation with it. We wanted to do the whole thing animated, but that that was too expensive. Right. That's just to point out to people that they're talking about supernatural stuff and and waking yeah. dream states, and then you when you see it on YouTube, you're seeing animation. Animation. As some the of the stories going. I thought yeah. that was really cool. Yeah, the animation's great, and and that yeah. was really that was the idea, and maybe someday we can do the whole. Paul, thing. Paul, are you allowed to show clips, or you're not allowed? I I, I don't. You know, no, it's they an excellent they, they question. show the whole they, thing. I don't know if they've harvested clips of your show and put them all around Instagram. They do. And stuff. They put clips up okay. on the social media and stuff okay. like that. So, the, but those if are you say someone in Washington, there's a new possible Bigfoot. Can you show 10 seconds of that or is that a legal? Oh, question? of like of, of a person who filmed a Bigfoot yeah. in Washington? Yeah. That's a good question. I don't know. We haven't gone to that I territory. I think you I've, can on social media, but YouTube might be a different story. Interesting. We haven't, we've been wanting to do stuff like that because actually I keep talking to people who have crazy stories and I want to record them and put that on and, yeah. you know, which that would be fine. But, but showing like the Chupacabra, somebody filmed the Chupacabra in like, you know, Arizona. I don't know if we could do Wait, that. Wait, sorry, I'm a neophyte. Chupacabra? The, the Chupacabra is getting around. It's what, what is, it, is it a serpent? Is it- it's like a it's like a crazy little uh, coyote ish. Yeah, coyote oh. crazy thing that kills uh, cattle and goats, and it's a blood sucker. It like drains the blood out of goats and cows. And it's stuff. sort like, of a Mexican. It started yeah. like in Mexico, and it's like a, a lore that they say it's out there. Yeah. That now it's, it's all over worldwide. Like, it's all I, over. I, I saw it. You've seen I, it. You did. I saw something demonic. So I'm at a, a ranchy <laughs> farm place, right? We have sure. a koi pond because it came with the house. But anyway, at the ranchy pond, at the ranchy yeah. place, there's a koi, at the ran- pond. a koi pond. So I see a thing bigger than a cat, smaller than a dog, creeping right. in slow motion to the Ooh. koi pond. Right. And I'm just looking at it. So I sort of knock. It looks at me. It looks really chewed up. And yeah. it had a demonic face. Yeah. Just like yeah. intensely scary. I was told it's just a chewed up bobcat. So then I just banged the window and ran away. And ran away. I think that I think the chupacabra has horns. I can't remember. Oh, it didn't I, I, have I horns. Yeah, I don't think. Mm. I think the chupacabra. You know, has Paul. Horns. Paul might appreciate I'm the sorry. story. Dana, you can tune out. But when in in Grown Ups Two, oh my God, a couple of people remember that's, it. Thank that's you. our third yeah, reference awesome. to. Uh, I, know, I know. I know. I didn't just, expect it to come up this much. What was it, the box office uh, gross domestically? Two one sixty five, one hundred sixty five million. That's, I think it was it, exactly was it? that. Yeah. Amazing. yeah. Uh, so pre-pandemic. we have a scene where the grandma <laughs> has a big beat up, chewed up toe. And she goes, my toe hurts, my toe hurts. And, 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 and one of the big, I don't want to give the whole movie away, but yeah. she takes her sock off and it's so big, swollen and disgusting, like obviously cartoony that we all react. And then they go to, you know, I think Chris Rock says, oh, Kobe Bryant lives or whatever, you know, whatever. So no, Toby Bryant, whatever. So Toby Bryant. we, we Toby do a Bryant. couple, everyone, you know, you cut around, you go spade, here's mm-hmm. three for you. We do that. So we mm-hmm. get to Salma Hayek and she goes, what should I say? And I go, just stare and go chupacabra. Awesome. And, uh, and she did it. And then no one laughed and she looked at me and I go, I think it's funny. I think that someone will get it. I think it's that's great. A big oh, weird. That's, what great. The hell? Yeah. that's great. It didn't make it, huh? It didn't make even a rough ah, cut. Paul. So, Damn. Paul, about chin that's wag, awesome. chin yeah. wag. 
Yeah, chin wag. What is the stuff that floats your boat as far as supernatural? Is it uh, people seeing ghosts, uh, aliens? Yeah, ghosts are interesting. Aliens. I was super into for a long time uh, alien abduction stuff, which kind of doesn't really, I don't think it happens so much anymore, which is weird that it was, again, there was like a window of time. It was like me being recognized as Rob Schneider. There was a window of time where people got abducted by aliens. That doesn't seem to happen as much, but I'm fascinated by that. And UFOs and stuff like that. And Bigfoot, the Loch Ness Monster, all this kind of stuff. But ghosts are really interesting to me, too. What's the stuff that you believe the most? Ghosts? Probably the ghost stuff the most, which is actually in some ways kind of the wackiest. I don't know. It's like, but yeah, probably the ghost stuff. Only because I've actually had weird experiences like that. I haven't seen a UFO and I haven't seen Bigfoot. Uh, I want to ask you about that. But what's interesting is when you talk to people, because we have Irish relatives in our family. Mm Mm-hmm. They're not even saying it's a crazy thing. Uh, they're right. just like, oh, we had a ghost on the house. We'd see it was yeah. a little girl in a dress and we'd say, yeah. we'd wave hi to it. And everyone saw the same image and they yeah. weren't even frightened of it. It was just right. the ghost was there. And that's when you kind of go, well, maybe what? Yeah. <laughs> so now, I think ahead. there's some places like in Japan, they're super like 99 percent of the population believes in ghosts. And so everybody just accepts that you have a ghost and people will like leave out snacks for the ghost and stuff like that to appease the ghost and stuff like that. Do the snacks so, ever get eaten like Santa's? Cookies? I, don't, I, I don't know. I don't think so. But I don't think <laughs> they're you know, thinking of E.T. or something. Yeah. But I, you know, I have a question that's not not to bum you out. Please. But, but oh, here we go. Yeah, I know. And, and wow. I can take what the this out later. Happen? We've never mm-hmm. taken anything out. I could take this out later. But they said there for a while that there was a theory, and you might have heard this, that some of these alien abductions were people that were had relatives visiting their room and they were dreaming it, and that's how it would come out when they would remember it, or that's what they were told or something. Have you no, ever you heard mean that? that they would they would remember something that was happening? <laughs> just just relatives specifically. Well, like a little darker than that. You know, right? Yes, in the room. Yes, I understand. I understand. And what so, you're have asking. you have you ever heard something like that? Yes, I have. Yeah, okay. and I, and that that it's all a kind of um, there's a word for it. There's Waking dream for, state, but there's a more well, there's scientific that, word. but there's screen. There's a thing called I think a screen memory, which okay. is which is when you invent a memory to hide something from yes. yourself, like that, like mm-hmm. what you're talking about, because you don't you can't process that, so you think it's something else. So you and sort people of create, probably steer you to that, so it tones could be down, that too. Could possibly. be that too. But the thing you're talking about, Dana, is is called hypnagogic sleep, okay. which is sleep paralysis. Which I've is, had it. I, well, I've, I've, seen I've go- had it too. Can we I've hear your your story? I've def- I've had it. I mean, I had one of the kind of ghost encounters was probably sleep paralysis, okay. which is when I, I woke up in a place in a hotel that was very haunted in Dallas. It's supposed to be one of the most haunted places in the country, and uh, and I couldn't couldn't really move, but I was hearing sounds knocking on the knocking in the walls and all kinds of stuff like that. But then what I felt was there was someone in the room with me. And then I felt like someone got in a bed with Housekeeping? me. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> and then someone put their arms around me and Whoa. I could feel somebody squeezing me. And then I thought I heard somebody say, don't move like that. But then eventually I moved and woke up and it all disappeared. And a lot of that stuff is characteristic, they say, of sleep paralysis. The feeling of pressure on your chest that you can't move, the feeling that there's somebody in the room with you. And it's all brain chemistry. It's going to all be It's very real, though. It feels very real. It's super real. It feels totally real. I had a double whammy, but sorry to interrupt. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Go ahead. No, no, no. Well, I I was in a hotel with my wife, and she drove ranch. And then I had the thing where I'm about to wake up and something is 
Yeah. Or I think I'm awake, but I'm, I, you know, and it's pressure on me. Yeah. Where the word nightmare comes from is a feeling that's right. of a horse laying on you. Right. So then I woke up and said, okay, that's a waking dream state, or I must have been in between, you know. So I go, use the bathroom. So I go back to, to bed. And I'm, I'm, I'm a little shooken up from it. So I'm completely wide awake at that point. I processed it. I woke up and then it came again, except yeah. with more force. Yeah. So I woke my wife up. And I said, we got to leave. <laughs> <laughs> and we did. And there was a lightning storm outside and, and a dead skunk on the freeway with a kind of a way. The whole, whole thing was a fucking nightmare. Jesus pump. Christ. Yeah. yeah. A, <laughs> no, but that's a, that's a big feature of it is the, is the pressure on yeah. your chest thing. And it's like, why it does that? I don't know. You know, but, but certainly that's a thing that a lot of people say the alien abduction thing could be uh, sleep paralysis. Looking to save on delivery? DashPass from DoorDash is your door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. DashPass is an exclusive membership with DoorDash that gets you unlimited $0 delivery fees on eligible orders and members-only deals and discounts. Whether it's food from your favorite restaurants, grocery from across town, or anything in between, DashPass is the most affordable way to get everything you need delivered right to your door. With $0 delivery fees and lower service fees on eligible orders, DashPass makes it easy to save at restaurants, grocery stores, and all your local favorites on DoorDash. DashPass pays for itself in two orders on average. Plus, DashPass gives you special access to exclusive promotions and menu items, all for $9.99 a month. Get more from delivery for less with DashPass. $0 delivery fees and reduced service fees on eligible DoorDash orders. Sign up for Dash Pass today and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change. Terms apply. Well, what about white noise? What about white noise? You mean like... What is it? I, you mean, I don't know. Well, well, I didn't know what white noise was, but then there was this uh, boom box in my son's room. He was... Yeah. He uh, got a little spooked about his room, so he moved in with his little brother... So the uh -huh. room was empty, but there's a boombox in there, and it's not uh -huh. on, but it's 2 a.m., and I hear it as if it's on between channels. Oh, really? Right. So I'm like, uh -huh. I go, what the hell? Can anyone hear this? So I go in there, and by the time I get to the room, it stops. But all the oh, way wow. there, it was... Wow, I've never heard of that. I've never heard that kind of thing, but there is a, there is a thing... Terrifying. It's called like electronic voice phenomenon, I think, EVP, which is mm. that people think that when you have it like sort of between stations or if you find mm. the right frequency, you'll hear ghosts talking. People hey man, pick up these up? voices. What's yeah, <laughs> exactly. Or aliens and stuff like that. And so there's a whole thing with people study yeah. that stuff. It's amazing. I've been at dinner parties and play this game of, as anyone, I, I turn to someone, have you ever had a supernatural experience um, besides meeting me? That's, that's the joke. But everyone, everyone, or an extraordinary experience, but everyone has something. Oh, yeah. there was that one night, you know, that's why your podcast, Chin Wag, should be a smash. <laughs> I think it's just see. Chin Wag, right? It, it sounds chin like wag. a Chinese restaurant, but my yeah, point it does. is. It's, like, no, it's, it's not. The name is, the name might not be the greatest thing, but it's what we picked and they went with it and they liked it. Chin so Wag instead of. Yeah, okay. I was like, it's all I don't we can know clear. what else. Like, yeah, I don't, yeah, I think maybe it was all that. I have clear. a question for Dana. Dana, yeah. quickly. <laughs> Um, okay. <laughs> when you say, our no, 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 I don't know. I want to hear more. No, from no. You. I want, what do you got? It's just what you just briefly ran over was 
Is the term nightmare meaning a mare laying on you? Yeah, a horse. Yeah, that's where it came from. I've never heard that. The night horse, the horse that kind of comes in and takes Mm -hmm. you away. Yeah, Yeah. it feels like a heavy, you can't, it wants to hold you down and you can't push on it. The second time it was pushing harder. And then some people are spiritual, like these are trapped souls and they're actually sort of disoriented themselves and they want to get, take your life and your body over. So they're just trying to get trying in. Trying to get into your body. And okay, there's no, have, no way they were successful. I have a Paul one. <laughs> I have a Paul question, yeah. Dana. Don't, okay. don't get mad. This one's for Paul. Oh. Okay. Uh, uh, okay, so. I like when Paul talks. When I have my <laughs> uh, dreams that are scary, yeah. I will hear someone in my room say something to me, mm-hmm. and I wake up to look, and I realize it's so scary real. They'll say my name or something will talk and I'll get up and I, I must have just dreamed it yeah, and mm-hmm. it seemed real and it, yeah. And or something. No one, I don't know. Or I've had because that. again, that's the weird, you can hear things with sleep paralysis too. So I don't know. Maybe it's kind of that thing. I've I'm had that trying to get in the too. club with you guys. I think. No, no, no. Listen, that that's weird, super. One of the other ghost common. things I had was hearing voices in a room yeah. where somebody had told me you can hear voices in this room. And I, and I used to, it was a, it was a, relative of mine's house and i used to sleep in this bedroom just because i was like i want to i want to experience this and it never happened oh, and then purpose? finally it did one night it woke me up because i heard a voice and it woke me up then it wasn't going and i thought oh i was imagining it or something and then i would hear the vo- it was two voices talking to each other i i had that on the road in um wisconsin dana i think i told you i did this gig and i was selling out all these shows it's no that is even part of the story <laughs> that's, good. that's good to know though that's very how, good how big were the rooms you were no, selling it was just, it was how many a couple tickets 2800 seaters and a lot of comps or hard tickets but after the shows when i was wiped out from doing encores i go home you're tired and uh everyone you know i'm walking through the lobby like there you're so brilliant blah 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 you're so famous whatever whatever you know and, um, so you're exhausted but exhausted. Yeah, supernatural just yeah absolutely yeah, i've got carpal tunnel from signing right. uh Funkos. So anyway, I go in and they go, and then Bobby got on the road with me, goes, you know, this house, this hotel's haunted. And I go, it's a pretty nice hotel. It's huge. And I said, oh no, don't tell me that. I, that, that scares me. And we're here for three nights. And then they have a company line. That's how haunted is. They go, are you guys haunted? And the waitress goes, um, we serve spirits in the bar. And I go, shut oh. the fuck up. Are you guys haunted? <laughs> you not get the question? But they have, they're have. they not allowed to tell you. So oh, really? everyone oh. dodges it. And everyone's like, I mean, it's a, you know, people have said things, but it's not. I mean, we can't. Because it scares people. A, yeah, it does. But I think it'd probably be a selling point, too, for some people. I mean, I, but probably not enough people. I, I was afraid say. of it, but now I'm more fascinated. Have you guys yeah. ever seen a ghost? Because I have. No, I've never seen one. And I don't know that I buy that. The whole like, Ooh, you know, the, the lady in Paul. green with the bloody head walking down the hall. I don't it, know that I, I, I don't pro- know that I buy that. <laughs> yeah, I challenge that. I draw the line at that. I don't really this, know that I this buy that. This 10-year-old girl in a nightdress a few times, because it was the same house, 1912 it was built, would come through the wall and just walk down the center of the bed. You've seen that? White. Yes. And then you saw that? Yes. <gasps> But I you now, saw the ten-year-old girl in yeah, white walking yeah, through the walking the, down, coming down the center of the bed, <laughs> and then I That's told my a- wife, "What are you doing?" 
you know, no kidding. But I did. I did see that. And um, and this was a thing other people had seen. No. And it's all in that same house in that same area. No one's right. seen anything. I'm a bad ghost. <laughs> no, story. my friends, no. my friends said uh, I don't have collaboration. No, those are- <laughs> saw a ghost. It looked like a young waitress leaving the house right when she got home. And he's like, wow. oh, my God, it's haunted. Did you you saw her, too? <laughs> young, pretty waitress. She just took off. Sure. Oh. Uh, we got to move, honey. This is terrifying. No, I love this. Are there <laughs> movies that terrified you, like The Exorcist or whatever, that are scary? Yeah, The Exorcist is scary. The Shining always scared me when I was a kid. Uh, yeah, yeah, The Shining was a scary one. The first movie I can ever remember seeing was a movie. I don't know if you guys have seen this movie, Carnival of Souls. Are you big movie buff, guys? Uh, well, I, I am, I would say, but I haven't seen Carnival of Souls. Oh, you I should see, you I, should check it out. It's a what really, year? really, oh, it's got to be the early 60s, I think. Oh, Blood, oh, okay. Blood okay. Farmers. Old black and white. But Blood Farmers is a good movie. Sickening. <laughs> that I watched Logan's Run last night, so that's where I'm. Oh, know. did they remake that? Or were they talking about remaking Logan's Run? They might. Yeah, yeah. That was 19, mid-70s, I think. Was yeah, Farrah that's Fawcett? a great one. Farrah Fawcett. That's Farrah Fawcett. Fawcett. It was oh, yeah. scary. Doesn't like she's a thing bloody oh. and, and head. dying for a faucet. Yeah, My, Michael a, York. Yeah, who, absolutely. Yeah, great but that actor. wasn't great scary, movie. was it? It wasn't supposed. No, to be No, no, that was just sci-fi. I mean, scary ones. I mean, The Shining. I think is you know. What about like The I, Conjuring? Are those? I don't. I haven't seen one. Those modern ones are more horror shock. There's, there's. Yeah. There's, and they're okay. Some Kubrick's was atmospheric. Go ahead. Yeah. Did you see this movie, Barbarian? Fuck that no. just came out like Recent? a year ago. <laughs> Is it a yeah, real real it. horror film? No, yeah, chance. it's really good. It's okay. really good. Yeah, it's really good. I'm a real scary film. <laughs> do you not? So you don't see them? You get really freaked out by them. I do. I don't like that those as much as I love smart science fiction. Like I love uh-huh. Alien. You know. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. two thousand one. Yeah. I love smart science yeah. fiction. I do too. I like science fiction like that too. It's yeah, and stuff. it can be a little scary, but but still yes. fascinating. You Did know? just see a movie called Edge of, is it called Edge of Tomorrow with yes. Tom Cruise? Yeah. And yes. Cool. That's a good one. I've yeah, seen that it was twice. a really good one. The guy just kept repeating kept everything over and, and over going again. back in. Yeah, that was great. I, yeah. yeah, I liked At that. At this point, I'll see anything with Tom Cruise. I mean, he's won me well, over. Well, he'll jump out of a plane. He'll fly. I mean, he'll go to the moon. I love I mean, it. He's going to go into space, isn't he? I, I think he's, so. no. he's going to go into space. I, I just have such a... Uh, me uh, too. A uh, more appreciation for him as he's gone on. Me too. Top Gun was brilliant. I mean, it was brilliant. amazing film. Saw it three times. Brilliant. The type of film that you can't not engage. How do you not enjoy that? And yeah, so at this point, he's like the last movie star they say, or whatever you want to call him. He's got his own lane. And now I'm just have such an appreciation for him. Me too. But I so, always liked him. I always thought he was. Oh, a I, a, a risky business, which I read. Yeah. I read for risky business. For which, for for that part? For that part, yeah. Oh, wow. What a different... When wow, did you find been, out? When yeah, you and found I nailed, out when came I nailed out. the audition. Yeah, and did, he, I, he passed me on the way in. I go, to pass. really? I said, top that, motherfucker. No, I was... <laughs> <laughs> did you... At that no. point, he was a known guy because no. he'd done... Uh, He's done the, he, he done the machine gun... Uh, the machine yeah, gunning out the window with, thing. With, with Sean It's Penn. beautiful. Yes, yes. Oh, it's so yeah. great. It's so taps. beautiful. It's so beautiful. It's fucking beautiful. <laughs> taps. Uh, taps, taps. That's no, a good I, I read yeah. for it, but I don't. I don't think I got close to it. I, I had a problem. Is uh, what would you call it? Bad actor <laughs> it's, syndrome. It's a, it's a bit of a problem. <laughs> it can, yeah, uh, not tough. being able to come, act. It's trouble. Yeah. 
but yeah, be, there's, something, I, there's something you can do about that. You I, can certainly get over that. Eventually. I need a teacher, and we could do it over Zoom because I think you could teach me. <laughs> Paul I, is known I as a great actor. I tested for Amadeus. I tested for wow. Amadeus because I had a baby face and blonde hair. Yeah, you would have been great in that. I know. Tom Hulse was okay. Yeah, Didn't he, he win okay. the Oscar? <laughs> Did he? he was, I don't know. He was he, my okay. mom's favorite been great movie. In that, though. No, That's I a good know. movie. I saw that again not too long ago. That Which one? Amadeus. Yes, that's. Paul, um, do you go the, for mostly people in the 1700s? Yes, I strictly. <laughs> I feel like you only. could play that's anyone my, in the 1700s. That's my bailiwick. Is people in the people in the 1700s? That's Here, my real Here's the thing: Franklin, just to bring John people, Hancock, bring that up. Old, yeah, he goes from Big Fat Liar, which was just huge for my kids, huge. where you're oh, good. Blue, the blue, the orange guy. I mean, just gigantic. Sure. And then he plays John Adams in a miniseries at HBO. <laughs> and wins like 20 awards. I don't know how I, many I, awards. Yeah, I, I don't know. If that was troubling for people that I was the blue guy and then I was John Adams, I don't know. It probably was troubling. I think it's people. called range. Isn't it? <laughs> okay, that would be a nice way of putting it. The good it. thing hey. about John Adams is no one <laughs> knows if Giamatti, you're playing. He could never play John Adams. <laughs> oh, yeah? Fuck okay. face. Yeah. There Watch. you go. Watch you say, go. are you playing him? Well, and you go, this is exactly how he was. <laughs> exactly. That was a good one because nobody knows what he's like. They having to play Washington was much more probably. I mean, the guy was great. David Morse was great. And Ben Franklin, the people that everybody knows. But yeah, I didn't have to. I didn't have to live. I could just make it up. I mean, nobody really knows what he nobody knows much about him. But tell mm. me how you prep for that. Or when you got it, was like, oh, I'm playing John Adams. Was it was it a big get? Did Tom Cruise read for it? <laughs> I don't know. That would have been amazing. You should have read for it. You would have been great as something in that. Both of you would have been great as something. Thank in that. you. Well, if you, you ever direct anything, in. put us in there. <laughs> I will. If I do a 1700s thing, I'm definitely going to have. Hello. You guys well, it. let me uh, let me ask you a question. <laughs> let me ask you a question about technique, because I, I always feel like comedians are good when they're discovering it. If you look at Larry David, there's like, Larry David's like, okay, you'll do this. And Gary Shanley did that too. Uh, we'll say something like this, like that. And there's three cameras and then you just do the take and you kind of know your lines. You don't really uh -huh. have lines. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. So it seems like great actors, trained actors can do all the angles, repeat everything. But do you have a technique for yourself? Like I'm going to save it for the close up or whatever you do in the, the wide shot in the morning, you got to match it all day. I mean, it's, I suppose it's hard sometimes to do. Yeah, it is hard to do. But I mean, I guess sometimes I've gotten more into the, sometimes I save the energy if I'm tired or something like that, but I don't generally do anything all that different from thing to thing. I mean, I, I don't really do it, which may account for sometimes my extra hammy acting, but it's like, but I don't really think of it that way. No, I still kind of, cause I used to act on stage a lot. I still sort of think of it like I'm on stage, which is probably not the greatest way to act on film, but I sort of do, you know, I mean, it's like if I'm off camera, I'm still doing it. I mean, I like doing. You give it a hundred percent off camera. Don't yeah, you I don't, lie? I mean, because I, no, no, I do. I do. And <laughs> I would like, never I mean, do off camera. For I give it forty-five percent. You guys, do you guys not? Do you, do you just Garth, leave? Garth <laughs> never. Hey, Garth doesn't never do fucking off camera. No, Have you no worked chance. with the guys who don't do off camera stuff? Yeah, just I know. I always do off camera. That seems amazing. Yeah, to just fun, walk to your I've right. had it where they have either. Yeah. I've had their stand-in read. Yeah, I've had it too. I've had it where they. I don't even know if I'm allowed to complain. I just know it's it's a little disrespectful, but. Some people, whatever's going on or they're burned out, I go, I'll give it to them. I said, you can, yeah, sometimes okay. I go, you can get out of here. Some of them, you don't need much to do your side, you know? Yeah. yeah. Or, if, or whatever. I the mean, line I know is people just, who, yeah. 
who don't want to look at you when you're off camera. Some people who kind of prefer not really looking at something, they get distracted by something off camera when they're when I do camera. movies with Daniel Day Lewis. We laugh yeah. about this. We, yeah. uh, we, Danny both, and yeah. I talked about it too. You, you talked to Danny yeah. about that. <laughs> yeah. DDL is usually saying stuff yeah. like, uh, Paul for Giamatti. <laughs> just yeah. do just, he, you know what he says to Paul me? For- just say how to say it. Just tell right. me how to say it. Right. He just needs a line rating. He goes, I'm not getting it. I can tell from your face. So just tell me one and I'll just say it and we'll get out of here. What am I doing wrong? Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. Totally. What what I want to ask you, Paul, because I I think you're a great actor. So now we can dig into that a little bit. (laughs) Like I asked Joe Pesci, I go, Joe Pesci, Mm. how do you, how do you know the scene is great? Or how do you, how do you do it? You go, and he goes, yeah, yeah, fuck it. You just lock in. You lock in. That's what you do. So I wonder, because if you're a smart person and you're over redundant thinker about life and absorbing and sensitive person, and then you got to focus into this thing where you're so loose. It seems to me great actors kind of aren't acting when they're in the pocket, when they're I suppose So yeah. Yeah. There's a great take and you realize there was no judgment. The voice wasn't saying, am yeah, I doing right, this yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And, but, but I always wonder, is that actually the best take? Sometimes, you know what I mean? Sometimes if you think it was or, or you felt like it was, I wonder if it actually was, you know, yeah, I mean, you, you can't really know in some ways. I don't know. Somebody like him, though. I mean, has he ever not been in this? I mean, has he ever not been in the, in the sweet spot all the time? Yeah. I mean, that guy lives in the sweet spot. It's like he doesn't you know what I mean? It's like and somebody some guys. Like, I don't know. Does he need to do a lot of preparation and shit? I mean, it's like it's not that he's playing himself. It's just that he's. I mean, he just, it's constantly a guy like that. I see like Jeff Goldblum. I'm like, when did you like, when did you flip the switch? And it just turned on Jeff, Jeff Goldblum. And it He's just Jeff endlessly, Goldblum and everything. Yeah. It just endlessly flows out like of you. And it's endlessly, it's en- yeah, it's endlessly interesting too. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you're always in the zone and, and it's not like they're repeating themselves in some mm-hmm. way because they're no. always great. They're always, you know, and then DDL, DDL has to prepare for three years to become yeah. somebody completely different, you know? He kind of lost me when he said, uh, which I love Daniel Lewis, but Sally Field goes, he was so into Lincoln, he would text me as Lincoln. I'm like, well, I don't know if that sort of ruins it a little <laughs> that bit. That doesn't really, yeah, that doesn't Ruin, add up. And yeah. He had a flip phone. He couldn't text. Uh, I, have, I have a bit of a competition. <laughs> Morse code I have a was competition. You know, I think me. he was doing, I think he, like, like Brando would do it too, or Nicolas Cage, you'll do a, a, a subtle impression. So I think Daniel Day-Lewis was doing ah. a John Houston was, <laughs> was who he was doing throughout right. There Will Be Blood. Right. Not that uh-huh. I should win. Right. It's everyone else should lose. I'm John yes. Houston. Cut. Yes. Daniel, no, you're not. You're not John Houston. But I think I am John Houston. Here I, I, think, I think that's a good, I think that, I think. There's something to that. <laughs> I think there is something to that. You find a funny voice. You find, a, what do you want? Yeah, yeah, you find I mean, a funny voice that's endlessly interesting. Yeah, like. Nicholas Cage. <laughs> Nicholas Cage, I was doing this goofy movie with him. And he uh, goes, he goes, he was just thought acting shouldn't have to be real. It should be surreal if it wants to be. He goes, I agree in with this, that. In this I, next take, I'm gonna come in and I'm gonna do Daniel Day Lewis. And <laughs> in, in the name of the really? father. And so he came in, he, he plopped to his knees and started crying. He was doing a scene from a different movie, not telling the director, cut, brilliant, print. Brilliant, yeah. right, yeah, brilliant. Did he really do that? Oh yeah, that, oh yeah. That's amazing. What was the movie you did with Nicholas Cage? Uh, it's uh, not as big as uh, your movie. Trapped in Paradise. <laughs> me, uh, ah. me, Lovitz. Yeah, there was no script and 
no real direction. We wandered around in the snow for a few months and they put it Fantastic. together. Anyway, See, I, I did Mickey by, Rourke. I'm much <laughs> That's always a good choice. I did Mickey did Rourke the, in the movie. Did you? I don't know what did, you're doing. Well, I don't know what you're doing, but you guys should stop doing it. Watch Fantastic. the movie. It didn't work. The studio <laughs> was mad. Anyway, back to you, Paul. What were you he's saying? A J- I think he's a great actor, Mickey Rourke, by the way. Oh, yeah. I think Mickey Rourke's a great actor. Do you, ever, do you ever watch uh, Body Heat? Uh, is he in Body Heat? Yeah, he comes in. I don't know. Oh, what that's right. Doing. Yes, yes, yes. He's great in Body Heat. And he's great. Yeah. He's the music on and everything. That's yeah, a great he's great movie. in Body Heat. Yeah. yeah, he's a great actor. He's a great actor. That's William Hurt and uh, Kathleen Turner, Hurt. maybe. Yep, that's right. Mm-hmm. William and Ted Danson. Ted Danson's in that movie quite a bit. Oh, yeah. And he and he's dancing in the movie. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's the yeah. movie I'll watch a pretty, you know, every couple of years. Uh, I haven't seen that in a long time. I should watch it. Buying someone jewelry is usually a great experience all around. To get a beautiful gift, mm-hmm. you get the unforgettable moment of seeing the look on their face when they open it. The tricky part, Dana, as you know, yeah, figure, figuring out how to get the perfect piece at the best price. I hate to say it. Price yep. matters. I mean, yep. Yep. that's why I recommend for any jewelry purchase, you source it from BlueNile.com. They've been with us for a while. Yeah. Blue Nile offers thousands of independently graded diamonds, David. And find jewelry at prices significantly below traditional retail. They also offer peace of mind with every purchase. Some of their highest quality stand. They have some of the highest quality standards in the industry. Right. And David, whether you want to make a classic statement by gifting a white gold tennis bracelet mm-hmm. <laughs> to Sarah Sherman or, <laughs> or, bring out, or bring out her eyes with sapphire and diamond hoop earrings, Blue Nile's jewelry experts can help you find the perfect gift. David? They're available 24-7 by phone or chat to answer technical questions like, should I make it a diamond cut or a circle <laughs> those are the technical questions <laughs> i know uh, oval they fit your budget they'll make sure what you want they can fit in your budget yes it's very difficult to buy jewelry for someone because um you know it's it's a subjective thing and the, you'll be guided with the, this company's going to help you make the right choice you give right. them a little information and they'll go Sapphire. it's hard to roll down to your local strip mall and go yeah, we're a jewelry store and we sell trucker hats. It's like, that's yeah. not what you want. Yeah, or sometimes they have a small jewelry kiosk inside a Denny's restaurant, and it's like <laughs> they're flipping hot cakes, and I'm trying to find my loved ones. Yeah. So, yeah, no thank you. You can feel great about your purchase because Blue Nile also offers a diamond price match guarantee. Oh, that's nice. So you can't lose. No, mm-hmm. just in case you got 30-day returns mm-hmm. shop blue nile today and experience the ease and convenience of the original online jeweler go to bluenile.com today that's bluenile.com are you catching the big game or making big mods going on the first date or installing that first break kit binging that new show or watching install videos when you're a real car lover the choice is obvious ebay motors has you covered with over 122 million parts to fit your number one ride or die. Brake kits, turbochargers, LED headlights, exhaust kits, bumpers, roof racks, and engines. Whether you're into the speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has all the parts you need for the ride you love. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
Let me ask you a question because you've been in all these movies, all these great actors. So when, mm. have you ever been in a scene with someone and then you just think to yourself, damn, they're good, like really good? Oh, yeah, all the time. Yeah. Mm. No, I, I did, did you do a, a movie with, with David? Uh, I, I have yet to do not that. Yet, believe okay, me, yet. it's going to be, it's going to knock my socks off. I know it will. I'm <laughs> saving it. You're not seeing it here. You'll see it. Okay, very good. Yeah. All the time. I mean, that happens all the time. I Russell did. Crow. I, Russell Crowe was like that. It's like crazy. And he's great. He's really great yeah. to work with. He's awesome. And um, yeah, he was like that. And Helen Mirren, I was like, how the fuck? Wow. Ooh. How the fuck are you doing any of this? It's amazing. And uh, all kinds of people. Yeah, but Russell Crowe actually was a good one. He was totally like that. Send, all send, the time. Cinderella, William Hurt. I worked with William Hurt. Oh, you did he William Hurt? Okay. Yeah, he was amazing. Oh, he was stud. amazing. Yeah. What yeah, about, amazing. you did Man on the Moon. How was Carrie on that? I love Jim Carrey. Was he, because, you know, I heard stories about that movie, but it was, was it just, was it interesting? Have you guys ever done anything with somebody who's doing that sort of like, I'm in the character all the time thing? Uh, a little bit. I think Sean Penn, it was uh -huh. a movie called Racing with the Moon, wanted to be referred uh -huh. to as character. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. My part right. was cut out of the movie, but I had a scene with Sean Penn in a hospital. <laughs> yeah. I was a, I was a crazy man. Yeah. Well, we, you were like another, you were a lunatic in the hospital. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, it, Richard Benjamin called me at home and said, we love what you did, but we have to cut it out. He was so sweet to do that. So uh, that's it. I worked with him. I did a movie. I did a, a Disney family TV movie with really? that he directed where I played a wacky civil war ghost. It was great. <laughs> it was one of my favorite things I've ever done. It was so oh, much really? fun. Yeah, yeah it was a long time ago. He was great. Oh he yeah. Really Dickie Benjamin yeah. is the best. I was blown away to be working with Dickie Benjamin. I was like, that, <laughs> that's really, that's amazing. What, what, wait a minute. What'd you Where ask you me? Man wondered, on the moon. Man on the moon. Oh, it was, um, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was challenging. It was, uh, it was not, it was not easy. You know, he was great, but it was tricky, you know, because it was sometimes hard to just kind of fit yourself around what he was doing, you know, being in the thing all the time. And it was it was tricky. It was amazing. And and they made a documentary because he filmed all this stuff off camera. Mm -hmm. And it was like what was going on off camera was almost was more insane than the actual movie. And and I think the idea was to make some kind of movie out of that, which eventually he made this documentary about it, but it was like- So it's you know, Jim Carrey playing Andy Kaufman, who's playing Tony Clifton? Tony Clifton, yeah. yeah. So it was like, so he was home, whenever he was Tony Clifton, it was particularly mayhem off mm -hmm. the set because he was just fucking, you know, he would-, he would So you yell cut and he's still in character and the character <laughs> yeah. of Tony Clifton is loud, just, obnoxious. Belligerent fucking asshole who's yeah. Just, yeah, just just lunatic. Yeah. What's your and fucking so, problem? So he was browbeating. Yeah, great. Yeah. Yeah, browbeating everybody. And he was mm -hmm. walking around with fucking stinky cheese in his pockets and he was smearing stinky cheese on people when he'd hug you. He'd be like, you know, give me a hug. Give me, give me a hug. And he would like, you know, he's stinking. And who and pushed back shit. the hardest? Who said, get the fuck off me? I don't know that anybody did. That was the thing is that it was so such a fucking weird assault that I think people just you were so uh -huh. kind of stunned there in the headlights that you you couldn't really tell them yeah. to fuck off. We're just like, OK, OK, I'll give you a hug. Nobody really told them to fuck off because it was just sort of, you know, it just occupied the whole fucking room. Wow. Whatever he was doing it, especially it that character. And then sometimes he's Andy Kaufman, who, if people don't know, is just sort of quiet, more demure, right? Yeah, that was a more manageable Shut thing. Did yeah. that? Yeah, it was interesting. I mean, it was it was fun. It was challenging, you know. But it was uh, got talked it was about. Yeah, for yeah. sure, it did. Yeah. 
Yeah. And sometimes you wonder like guys do that. And is it just building a kind of mystique around what you're doing? Is it like, does it make you more mysterious and more interesting sometimes yeah. if you do that? I don't know. Yeah. Does it but feel it works the, for them? Yeah. I remember Rob Williams telling me that the real um, Andy Kaufman at, at a given point would wear his wrestling outfit. You could tell he was wearing it underneath his clothes. Right. Just, just hanging out, walking around. Just going, hanging out. Now. Yeah. Yeah. I know his, he was amazing. The stuff he did was really amazing. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Really a brilliant. Anti comedy. Uh, yeah. You know, worked on a lot of crazy levels. Yeah. And I remember yeah. thinking, realizing, watching so much of that stuff with him. And I was like, he does the shit that you do alone in your room that you would never do in front of anybody else. He does that in front of other people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the mighty, the mighty mouse mighty thing mouse. and shit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, or just like, I'm just going to read fucking oh, yeah. great Gatsby endlessly. And it's like the thing you just aren't going to do. He just would do, you know, it was like the thing that's going to not work. That's yeah. going to bomb or not. It's be a, funny. It's the he word just, performance art in a way more than comedy when you're kind of, know. In, you know, I would say that because you're not eliciting big laughs all the time. You're getting no. people that are like, really love it, really love it. And then the yeah. people that don't go, I'm waiting for the payoff and it's not there yeah. sometimes. Yeah. I did. I a, I sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. No, no, oh, no. I just no. A, to, I did a, uh, a Showtime special. I was really bad. It was in the early eighties. I got a two minute spot on it. It was just a, and Andy was on there and I was outside and I, they go, so Andy's still on. He'd brought a wa- washer and dryer on the <laughs> stage and he just did his laundry, laundry. he did his yeah. laundry oh he's i yeah. said when oh. do we go for the good nights he goes he, he's on the dry cycle he's, <laughs> he's, he's got seven more minutes i go what that's is? amazing yeah so. and nobody really does anything like that anymore i mean the kind of nobody does stuff like that that's calculated i mean if somebody no. does something like that it's going to be more the jokes they're telling are going to be so yeah, off color even norm so mcdonald who, who is a yeah. little off yeah off brand yeah. is there's payoffs and there's this and that, yeah. or it's it's a put on, but it's yeah. not like that wrestling thing where you're waiting. Yeah, no years for the payoff. This is not funny. Yeah, I mean yeah, it's yeah. genuinely yeah. not funny. Yeah. It's like and but which is just amazing. And you think there's going to be a big thing at the end where you go, oh, he did all this because blank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, right, exactly, really nothing. Yeah. I do think he really got off on the thea- theatrical idea that he's insulting the audience you know they're in they're in the south they're they're yeah. at a big with the ring yeah. and go you guys are bunch of hey seed yeah. idiot and they go yeah. boo they take him so seriously yeah, yeah. I think yeah. somehow i must have enjoyed that part of no it. definitely there was some kind of really aggressive element to it i guess i guess what's his name you know uh borat, borat the, did that, that guy kind of, you yeah. know he does that kind of thing too sasha yeah i don't understand I would i'd say never he's have... probably closer to that yeah, yeah you're right yeah. you're right because yeah, he did definitely... that down there and he'd fight and he got naked or something and... yeah yeah, yeah but... i don't like it i i'm not my wheelhouse to 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 come from cruelty to to aggressive to like kind of aggressive and well you get these 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 frat boys in a camper and you they're drinking and you sort of humiliate them and it affects their life you know stuff like that but uh i have an offshoot question Yes. Yeah. And, then, and then we'll talk about sideways as per your no, deal. No, no, but, that, it, but that's interesting. Per. The humiliation thing is interesting to me. But I, I want to talk about that too, just because I think that's interesting because I don't no, like it. Let's either. talk about it. But yeah. I also feel like yeah. a lot of comics, I, I, I don't go see a Sorry, I do want to, I do want to hear what your no, question is. We'll go, we'll go to sideways, but I want to hear the. Yeah, yeah. But I, I was like, I just, I also don't love 
I, I'm not a stand-up guy and I've never done it. And I never would have the balls to do it. And I don't even go see it that much, but I went not too long ago to watch a bunch of people do it. And so much of the humor was just self-humiliation. It was too much self-humiliation. It was all just like, I'm disgusting. Nobody wants to fuck me. Nobody wants to. And I just kind of <laughs> yes. actually didn't find it funny after a while. Is that my a show? lot of it was That's... just this really kind of like relentlessly like self whipping kind of humor. A lot of it was like that. Yeah, social media begat kind of exposing everything. And then yeah. the idea, the comedian's up there and like, uh, you know, I was masturbating in front of my cat today. He's got right. his elbow yes. on the mic stand, you know, and <laughs> yeah. and, and self-flagellation and yeah. self-criticism and honesty. And I'm so depressed and I have so much anxiety yeah. and I can't get laid. Yeah. 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 Which to a certain extent is fine, but then when it's just the whole thing and it was like one person after another like this. And I just, but, you know, like, part hmm. of it, Paul might be that there is, there is sort of wave of that. And there's a wave of less targets out there because of cancellation. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. So, so they become the target. <laughs> that's interesting. I've even okay. made fun of myself, but I always have just a little bit. Now yeah, I don't you do, but it doesn't feel it. like the same thing. It, it doesn't yeah. feel the same. No, I go it after because stuff, it's funny. Every stop time. in, but I don't make it my whole theme of like, I'm the biggest fucking loser in the world. And yeah. I, I have a lot of problems. I take a lot of pills. Like I get, I get kind of what you're saying, but I know that targets are going away and people say, oh, they shouldn't. And you could do whatever you want, but you really can't. You can do some of it. And you, yeah. if you have an, if you have a bit, it has to be so bulletproof from every angle where you can't get yeah. in trouble for it. If it's yeah. if it's a risky bit, uh -huh. you know, if it's race, if it's this, if that, you better be careful because you're gonna get somebody mad, and they yeah. if they get mad and they make a stink about it, yeah. then you're it suddenly backpedaling and you're like it's just comedy, but that doesn't always get you out of it. Yeah, my you goal know, maybe would be similar if you ended to stand up, Paul. Was that, and I'll go back to this all the time because. Being in the Volkswagen bug, maybe your friends are a little stoned, and I'm doing an impression of the water polo coach, and I'm doing it redundantly and exaggerating, winding it, winding it, winding it, and they're helpless. So that still is where my yes. favorite place to get with an audience is I'm yes. going to do Fauci for 10 minutes, and I'm going to go <laughs> yes. further and further. Yes. We gave you the boosters, but they didn't work, you know, <laughs> so that the, the rhythm of the language, the silliness of the exaggeration yes. becomes yes. this this stew of laughter. Yeah. So that's yes. always the goal for me. Yes. Um, so I don't have to worry about cancel culture. But I do love that. I, love, some, I yeah. love something you do, which is just the little, the little like one line, one gesture impersonation is really funny. The sort of like, oh, yeah. the, like Michael Caine with his, with oh. his coloring book oh, or whatever. Right. I can't. Oh my <laughs> God. You know about that? Well, that was yeah. just out of boredom. I thought I'll do um, micro impressions. Like I would do the great Sean Connery. I go, this is, Great, late, great Sean Connery gets back as asked whether he enjoyed his vacation in Spain. Right. Okay. Yes. That's it. That's See, that it. just endlessly, that does it for me. Christopher Walken sees an amazing magic trick. Wow. <laughs> See, that does it for me. That's good okay. for me. And then Mike, Michael Caine <laughs> in kindergarten. I'd like to eat paste. I don't know why. But I like to eat things in a classroom. So I don't know what you call it, but <laughs> in the, the classroom, the, the text <laughs> is one thing, but then the musicality of the rhythm, yes, yeah, to to it's distill funny. them to just yeah. one sound is fun it for sets me. Something in your brain and in the, in, the, in the listener's brain that you yeah, can't stop. There's some that. sort of thing that the fact that you heard that bit. Anyway, let's go oh, to no, sideways. Sideways is a movie okay. that I 
visit regularly. My wife and I saw it within the last year, and we think it's um, just a very special movie. Like, uh, oh, like, like a your character in that is so. <laughs> I, I know it's so re- it's heartbreaking and hysterical, yeah. <laughs> and your your co-star, uh, hey Tom Church, Tom, Tom, Tom yeah, Church, Thomas Hayden Church, yeah, Tom Hayden Church. Church. You guys were so great together. There's He's really a, funny. That's He's a, a really rare, funny guy. I think the people know you. guys like that, and I do know a guy like that. And you were put in this weird position of being with him, and you're also depressed. And he's living the high life and he's about to be married and he's doing all the shit you wouldn't do. <laughs> right. And right. And I love my carefree friends that have no worries of, or any conscience about anything. Yeah. And it makes me feel like a stiff because you, yeah. you sort of think a little more straight. Not totally, but you go, really? Like you're totally cool with all this shit you're doing? Yes. Well, but that's the thing that I think is kind of interesting about that movie is that in a way, though, he's almost more fucked up than the guy I play. And in a yeah. way, he's almost in the darker, more fucked up place. Sure. Yeah. And then even the guy I'm playing, which I always think is interesting in that movie, that you really kind of suddenly see this moment. He's going, brighter about it, but he's covering it because it's yeah, like so like, hey, we're having a great time. Yeah, Why can't you and be? And he's fun? gonna go get married and live in that house with the father who's gonna be an asshole. Yeah. And go yeah. and just kind of cut himself up and and like it's kind of depressing. And actually, my guy in the end. He's got possibilities in his life and stuff. So it's interesting he's the way more, it switches. He's more real. Bit. Yeah. The desperate to have, we're going to have so much fun. Like for people who haven't yeah. seen it, go see it. It's two guys go, go to the, the wine country. And one guy is shy and, and is brokenhearted and his friends trying to get him laid. And, and yeah, your yeah. scenes of the woman that you like are so funny and heartbreaking. Of yeah. Trying she to was break. The, yeah. Who was the uh, actress? I'm glad you like it. Uh, Virginia, uh, Madsen? Uh, Virginia Madsen. Yes. Yeah. You were. Oh, that was such a great pairing. And, She's great. You know, in it. Everybody. Yeah, the script was really great. It's and one of those the things gentleman where, who did know. that. It also did descendants, right? So this he is did. A, he did the descendants. He did election. He you, did Nebraska. Uh, um, about Schmidt, he did oh, uh, Alexander it, Payne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He's yeah. he's brilliant because Descendants he's is another brilliant film. It's that's like a great the, movie. I actually oh, think that's his best movie. <clears throat> I really liked it. I've Descendants. seen that at least five times. I a think George Clooney at the end saying goodbye is to his wife is one of the best pieces of acting I've ever seen. I agree. I really. think he's really great I mean, in that really, movie. Yeah. yeah, I did another movie with that guy that comes out in the fall with Alexander Payne, a movie oh, called. The holdovers that comes out in the fall. Yeah, and uh, what's it? What's the? What, it's about a kid who gets. Line. Um, it's about what's that? Log line, please. Log line. I'm trying to think. <laughs> it's about a kid <laughs> at a at a prep school at a boarding school in the 70s. Yeah, and he gets for Christmas vacation. He has to. He he gets. He's the only kid who doesn't have anywhere to go on Christmas vacation. He has to stay at the school because okay. his parents yeah. neglect him and Left don't him care. Okay. And so the only people at the school are the woman who runs the cafeteria and the guy that the, the um, faculty member who's been assigned to look after the kid, who's this fucking ass that nobody can stand. And that's the guy I How play. How old are you and playing so as this kid? It's about the kid. The kid is. Uh, oh, I thought you were like, playing the kid. 13. No, no, no. I'm, yeah, no, I'm no he's playing the. the well, I'm playing the teacher, the history teacher who has to look after the kid. And that's what it's about. 
And it's a nice and are, movie. are you passive aggressive toward him or overtly mean? Or no, is I'm it... aggressive towards him. I'm aggressive yeah. aggressive towards him. Yeah, he's kind of a passive aggressive kid, and I'm aggressive aggressive towards so him. So do you just go like for the, the comedy, or do you think like, why is this guy so damaged that he's just going to beat up? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like I feel like the comedy's there kind of anyway because this guy's yeah. such a fuck up and so bizarre. And there's a I have a weird physical thing that's really bizarre, and so it's like uh, it's uh, yeah. It. I mean, I don't I don't think i'm that funny so it's like I, I just i just try to just play the thing as it's supposed to be you know it's like that's the only way i feel I like i think those well-written funny. things well-directed things they know what they're doing and you just i think that's why you make me laugh i mean i don't yeah. laugh at comedies as much because i i know how the rabbit gets out yeah, of the hat it's very rare yeah. for me to get surprised but when a dramatic actor <laughs> i like that term i do like that yeah <laughs> yeah we see all oh, they're doing that but sometimes a movie will will hit you know like tropic thunder and stuff there's one where you're yeah. kind of like or the first hangover like you know uh, yeah. there's, there's 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 a bunch but most of the time I, I, I go to dramas and i laugh harder <laughs> at a drama how much did grown-ups to do domestic dana well, <laughs> was it under or over 200 you know million what? let's look at a clip what it was was <laughs> um no well, uh, what was the foreign box off what'd you do overseas did it we Probably did go as... overseas to do press and uh, one city, one country every night. Right. Yeah. Really? You've probably done that junket. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. tough, but, uh, do people you know, in particular countries really take to, to, to that, well, to those movies? I don't want to say others? I'm huge in Bulgaria, but I can't ah. step foot. Adam has a big, uh, <laughs> with Netflix, huge reach. You no, know, he does the, because uh, of, because yeah, of Netflix, so. it helps. And, but you know, those, I think if they finally went on, um, from TBS to Netflix, the grown-ups movies, but it's just fun. I bring those up. I don't know why. We can talk about Police Academy 4, but I also have- well, what, uh, what about Billions? Has Billions made Billions? That's my question. I think it did do well for the for the network. I think it did. Uh, yes. Is it possible <laughs> global well. syndication? It will- Oh, sure. sure. Top People of love that all over the world. People love that show. Paul, in yeah. fairness, I watched Billions, the first one yesterday, right? So uh, I'm not caught up on all 900. That's, yeah, that's okay. Honest at least I wanted to know what this bullshit is all about. No offense. Um, so I what? said, that's everyone, so I'm cynical. kidding. What the bullshit is all about? No, no, no. I hear <laughs> you. Know what I'm you. saying you I hear hey, only don't, good don't things. Don't criticize my Chuck Rhodes. No, I'm kidding. I'm nice. I only hear good things about billions. So I go, I haven't seen it. I knew Malin Ackerman a little bit in the old days. So I said, sure. let me just mm -hmm. see this. And very cool, very gripping and your wife at the end stepping on you, I go, oh, right. I, I'm in on all these different angles. So I really did Good. love it. No bullshit. Good. And uh, it was just fun to see. And now I feel like I'm missing out because there's so much catching up. There's so much catching up. That's why I, can't, I have a hard time watching anything. Yeah. Even if you miss the beginning. Knowing I'm gonna have knowing I'm gonna have to stick yeah. with something makes it hard for me to even start something if it's new. But then having to go back and what I just can't do it. I'm like, I just I'm like, there's too much. Somebody was I've never seen a lot of these, like I've never seen Breaking Bad. I've never seen um oh. some of these other oh, yeah. things. You Sopranos? Miss it. I'd Sopranos? Love to. I'd, yeah. I've never seen the Sopranos. I'd love to, but I'm like, mm -hmm. I can't fuck it's just too too much. It's well, too it's much. a it's a 90 hour movie, basically. Yeah, hour like, movie. <laughs> that's yeah, so true. It's too much. People it's are like, you know, yesterday I had the day off. I did uh 14 seasons of uh, you know, better uh, yeah, call Saul. I, I go, what? Yeah, exactly. Is that a hundred hours? Or, yeah, knocked it out. Yeah, I can't do that. I can't you gotta see that. Ozarks, man. It's I only a 75 hour movie. <laughs> But that you know, the great thing is it's like a big bookstore. Billings is on the shelf. 
It's uh-huh. going to be available for human beings for a long, long yeah, time. Hopefully. It'll yeah, always yeah, yeah. be there. And uh, <laughs> well, it's another one. I don't want to fawn, but it's another one that your character is so, uh, I don't know, rich. It's an intense oh, guy, like... damaged. Uh, yeah. He's so human and his relationship, Mag- Maggie Siff and you have a, a beautiful yeah, thing. Yeah, she's great. Plays my wife. Yeah, Just she's this, great. Yeah. yeah, and it was so weird yeah. how close she was to the Damien Lewis character. Yeah, that yeah, gets all weird. His, his, part his character's wife yeah, is really is into gross. it. Is really gross. That yeah. just, no, it's like, yeah, but everything's so thought watch. out because go you go to that, to that, to that, and while you're seeing it play out, the big house. Yeah, and I it mean, gets really as it goes along, David. It gets really like the plots get really elaborate, and it's all like double cross, triple cross, quadruple yeah. cross. It just gets really, really elaborate. So it, it turns into that kind of thing. Yeah, I didn't fun. know what that title. I just didn't know really exactly what it would be about. But the intricacies just sort of hooked me on stuff that uh, I liked. So I, I sort of got into it. It wasn't, you know, some you watch and people fawn over them and you go, it just didn't click with me. I have that. Yeah. But oh, yeah. I kind of no, clicked into it one. and Good. thought, I'm shit, I kind it. of am late. Okay. But well, the, the, I, the basic thing that they're following is that, well, you came from money, your character, and he's a district attorney yeah. in the beginning. Yeah. And then it's really examining, is there this other game that billionaires are playing? Like, are they... I always feel like I, I have a little bit of stocks, but I know there's other people trading and selling or sure, entities absolutely. or BlackRock or yeah. whatever that are just playing a different game. We know that the yeah. AI has been. You just follow them. You're just like, they're like, and the, you're, the cat and mouse know. game between yeah, the you cat and, and your mouse thing is interesting. Yeah. And yeah. kind of who's worse and stuff like that. Is yeah. the billionaire worse than the politician? Is the politician worse? Yeah. Why do we, why do we worship these billionaires when really Muslims are just assholes? Yeah. And it's like, right. you know, and, and, why isn't the politician a better person than he should? You know, well, he I'll ask you a question. Which billionaire and which politician would you like to have lunch with? I just, I, I, I turned into Larry <laughs> oh King. Gosh. I turned into Larry really King. That's really interesting. David, you oh could. I'll say yeah, Elon David, Musk. Well, be I would love Elon Musk him. for me because he's, he does ketamine. He, he's so, he has yeah. rocket ships and he's so. I would say to Elon Musk too because of the space stuff and the yeah. sort of like the kind of wackiness of that stuff. Yeah, probably. Politician, that's a really, I, I don't know. That's a tough one. It's scary. I don't want to know too much. I don't want to know. I don't really want to. I don't know that I really want to spend a hell of a <laughs> I'll be stuffed. <laughs> yeah. Rewind it back to the days of chill accent on the beach and all day fun with Spring Break on DraftKings Casino. Play exclusive games like Fan Fave Rocket. The excitement is endless, the vibes are right, and the cash prices could be huge. New players start playing with just five bucks and get 100 back instantly in casino credits. Download the app and use code FOTW to book your one-way ticket to fun with DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. 21+. plus. Physically present in Connecticut, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia only. Void in Ontario. Eligibility and other restrictions apply. One per opted-in new customer. $5 wager required. Max. $100 in casino credits awarded, which require one-time playthrough within 168 hours. See terms at casino.draftkings.com slash promos. Restrictions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What did I want to get off my chest recently? Well, it's probably something you got to get off your chest because we all carry around different stressors, big and small. We just keep things bottled up 
And then it starts to affect us negatively, David. Negatively. Yeah, it was something about when I was merging and the people weren't waving back to me and bothered me. But, you know, that th mm -hmm. that's a small stress, but it can be bottled up and yep. get bigger. Therapy mm -hmm. is a safe space to get things off your chest uh, and how to yeah. figure out, well, you know, you got to work through whatever's weighing you down. Mm -hmm. uh, yes, and I I was in therapy. I'm there here and there now, but for five years and... You know, it does challenge your thoughts because I'm going to this is kind of know if this is profound, but you are your thoughts in some ways. Mm -hmm. So if you're thinking redundant, negative things or sad things or whatever, a therapist can kind of get you out of that kind of negative pattern. So mm -hmm. be the best mm -hmm. version of yourself, um, you know, and sometimes it can be small things. It can be major trauma. I think either way, mm -hmm. it's good to talk to someone. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try entirely online designed to be convenient flexible and suited to your schedule just mm -hmm. fill out a brief questionnaire get matched with a licensed therapist switch therapist if uh you're not into it yeah. anytime yeah. no additional charge mm -hmm. get it off your chest with better help visit betterhelp.com slash f-o-t-w today and get 10 percent off your first month that's betterhelp h-e-l-p.com slash f-o-t-w well, currently, Bobby Kennedy Jr., I know he's, uh, for a lot of people, he's kind of out there. But I, I find anyone who says, and you know, my my uncle, JFK, yeah. and my yeah. dad, I mean, Bobby Kennedy. So then I just want yeah. to hear, I just want to, and I also find him just very interesting because he's, he, he's eccentric. I, I, I would say, I would say I might like to like overhear a meal he's having. I don't know if I want to have a meal with him, but I'd be definitely interested in hearing because it's Ash like, it's, not. It's, it gets pretty exactly. It sounds it weird. Wacky. He's got to work on that ET voice. Returned, uh, Mary right. I, haven't, I haven't really heard him talk, but everybody says his voice oh, is really scratchy. He has, uh, he has it's dystonia, which makes bad. his uh, rigidity on his vocal cords. He has a very, very tight voice, but you get He's used got to that it. thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And is that, but that's, is that yeah. like a psychosomatic thing? Is that like a, is that like a I psychological thing? I think dystonia thing? is a real, I have a brother who has it, just that he has no, uh, control over his grip in one hand. Interesting. And did he overstrain it or something? And then it happens. Or like, how's that happen? Because I, I knew think a guy it's a, who had it. I think it's a brain starts in the brain, but I'm not sure oh, okay. if it's if it there's a, a symbiotic a nerve thing between uh, or some reason you'd be predisposed. You know, uh -huh. I, I know uh -huh. a lot about science and medicine. <laughs> so yeah. uh, if you have any questions, no, I'm Great. good. With, I'm good with corner. Absolutely. I'm good with you should get on stuff. TikTok. You know. <laughs> Okay. Very good. <laughs> Wait, I have a question. I know. I know. We gotta let this guy go. Uh, I don't uh, ever. I don't ever do want this. You'll this be sad interview. No, yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> loving Paul. Can we hang out? Do you live in New York? This is. I do live in New York. All yes, right. I live in Brooklyn. Yeah. You all live right. in New York? No, but I go there all the time, and I, okay, I know where good. Times Square is. But yeah, you're very so good. much. We can uh, meet. We can meet in Times Square then. <laughs> we can meet at the Bennigans in idea. Times Square. Uh, <laughs> your mm -hmm. father. I, I have this question, Dana. Here we go. Because interestingly enough, when he was, I'm not reading this. Yes, I am. When when he was mm -hmm. commissioner, he is the one that mm -hmm. banned Pete Rose, mm -hmm. right? From yeah. betting. How interesting that he was there for six months. I don't was even it? know if he was there for that long. I mean, I think it was really brief. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. And now these days when gambling is so much a part of it, it's hard to stop it. It's like a right? damn break. I mean, it's like now it's Athletes just like, are getting, I know. getting caught for gambling, but they're sponsored by DraftKings. Is that and true? Is that, that I don't it's, even know. I mean, yeah. is that true? Now it's like gambling. Wow. 
They're like partners with NFL and stuff, but you're not allowed crazy. to. Crazy. It's just so, it's getting very muddy. Super muddy. Super crazy. I didn't And I know like, Pete Rose is grinding his teeth. Yeah, but, probably. Oh, yeah. Because Pete Rose, that whole thing, because my, my grandma's from Cincinnati, so is my mom. Oh, really? So they were in love with him. Sure. I well, the idea was you would bet on the game ever. and then you would perform in a way to win money. That was the problem, right? You I guess would so. punt I mean, instead of going it's, for it's, a single or something. If you bet on your own games, it's a problem. Every time. I'm just going to If you bet on your own game is different than betting on other games. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I guess it goes back to the sort of scandal. The reason it's so. Boston, Reds, White Sox. The White Sox, right? Yeah. And it was they were paid by mobsters to throw the game. I mean, it was like, yeah. So I guess that's why it's partic- was particularly like the do worst you, thing. Does you could any do. part of you miss mobsters in a way? Just some about a mobster. Hey, <laughs> that there are mobsters anymore. I think they're mobsters, but they're they're well dressed and yeah, they're, they're at five stars. Yeah, I guess so. They're all like, yeah, they're you know, I, they're I do all around. I, you. I do a little bit. I do a little bit. I kind of do miss. Have that you world played a mobster? I'm not really, not really. No, and it's funny because I am Italian American. Oh yeah, and when Jumati. I first. When I first got to New York, they would send me out on things just because, you know, you get you, 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 you get to New York and you get an agent sure. and they're like, you're Italian. We'll just send, they send you on anything. This is what yeah. you'd be good at. Yeah. So yeah. I was constantly getting sent out for these things where I'd go in the waiting room and it was all these like 300 pound fucking Goombas, guys from Goombas. Staten Island. Yeah. Who were all, yeah. who were all the guys who were it. on Sopranos yeah. eventually. It was all these guys. And they're all they're always sitting around and they're all just like, <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm like kind of sitting there just like, just out of the I'm Yale from school Italy. of drama. I'm like, yes, I'm from the Yale school of drama. <laughs> and they're all, just, and I'm like, I'm never going to get these fucking parts. Yeah. Have, have you played that? But, Do they have you? Go ahead. But I, but I, I want it. And I would go in on things sometimes. I remember going in on a thing and it was for like a cop or something. And, and the, the woman kept saying to me, can you make it more Italian? Can you be more Italian? And I was like, I am Italian. What? And so I would keep doing it. And then I realized what she wanted was she wanted me to be like, oh. she, she all that kind of stuff. And so I did that, but I so still, let me, let me, hear it. let me hear it. You mean like a New York yeah. Italian guy, like that guy. Yeah, what I kind of like you want me to you, you know you want you want us to whack him, you want me to whack him for you, Tony, kind of shit, all that can, sort of stuff. But I'm can not you talk get like that, that guy some more? Because I, I love that guy. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. <laughs> hey, guy. Hey, rough voice. All, kind of, all, all those all those kind of guys like this. I love that shit, but I'm not going to do that. Hey, want to go? You could, I could play maybe very intimidating. Now play though. an older. I could maybe now play kind of the older guy who's sort of sitting around playing dominoes. You know, he's got like the card table on the yeah. street. Who's playing Everyone that fears kind of him. Yeah. He's like kind of the Don in retirement <laughs> yeah. kind of guy. Like, ah, the older yeah. guy. Was he like maybe I could play. Yeah, that guy is kind of like my sausage and peppers. Where's my sausage and peppers? It's a little yeah. bit of Regis Philbin creeping in there. Just a little, where's my sausage <laughs> and pepper? I need it over here. You know, honest to God, it's the best sausage and pepper I ever had. Tom broke on it. He would have been. He would have been brilliant brilliant. as a kind of Irish Here's the mobster. Italian. If that you ever do one again, you add the you add the Please. no at the end. Because I had a friend who go, hey, he go, oh. uh, hey, this is good pasta, no? <laughs> Rather <laughs> that's than good. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's a hey, good trick. Good pasta, I knew no? a guy. I knew a guy who would always say you'd ask him something, and you'd say like, hey, that's a really great car. He'd go, watch this. I got that car. He'd say, watch this before he said anything. Yeah. He would say, he would always say, watch this. He'd go like, you'd say like, oh, this is, this pizza is so good. He'd go, watch this. This is the best pizza I've ever had. He'd say, watch this. Every fucking time he'd say, watch this. I I know a guy, when instead it says, a guy says, or he says, he goes, he stands here. 
He he stands here. What are you doing over there? And I oh, said, yeah. he, he stands, stands here. He says, what the yeah, fuck is going on? He stands here. What right. the fuck's yeah. going on? I go, right. I don't know what's going the on. The guy comes up. He stands yeah. here. He says, where's yeah, my, yeah, where's my he shoes? He stands here. Where's my fucking <laughs> shoes? Yeah. yeah that kind yeah, of thing. All those. I did oh, see uh, an Italian movie the other day, and it was like a low rent one. And I was like, I think I'm finally <laughs> tired of like the beaten down Italian wife and the guy and the wife beater I'm coming in going, tired. hey, Frankie, how'd you do in school? I'm like, is it the same <laughs> shit over and over? I'm tired. Again? I'm with you. I'm kind of tired of it. It's I'm tired of the kind of like, what? Shut All the like, shut I'm up. just kind of You want some of this? You want some of this? Yeah, yeah, totally. Your baby's crying. Hey, Paul, would you ever like to do uh, prosthetics <laughs> and an accent? I've I've done prosthetics. Which, which movie? I really I like which, it. Uh, did you, I did the plan. I did a Planet of the Apes movie where I was almost totally covered in in prosthetics, and I was an orangutan. orangutan. I didn't want to, I didn't orangutan. Want to offend. They made you a fucking orangutan. <laughs> I probably no, saw I was it. pissed off because I wanted to be a gorilla, yeah. and 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 I was going to be an albino gorilla, and then they they ditched that idea. I was going to pink eyes, and I was going to be Ooh. an albino gorilla. And then they dished that idea because it was too expensive. This to is do the this whole thing. A, it's so a good orangutan. <laughs> no? This is a good orangutan. Yeah, I, I got pink orangutan. eye for free at a strip club. Yeah, you were an orangutan, you know, but you didn't get nominated for that. But so I did that, and actually, in 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 Man on the Moon, I did Tony oh, yeah. Clifton briefly and one part of it. But I've done it in other things too. I wore a lot of them in John. But Adams Gary and, Oldman and Churchill. What about you? That would be great. But he was completely almost yeah completely almost covered in that. So John tough. Adams had prosthetics on. What what did as what did it got older. As it got age, older, age, okay. yeah, it got older, yeah. and I think I've done it in other things. I can't remember now, but I've done it. Yeah, now. I do like it. I really like it. I really like doing it. Hey, watch this. He really likes doing it. Yeah, watch this. Watch, watch this. this. She likes to wear. Watch this. She's got <laughs> this a funny rubber nose on. Now you got Trump coming in. You wearing? Hey, watch this. You wearing a? Yeah, he got. He's standing with a fucking nose on. Right. Yeah, I love it. I would love to do something. It'll never happen. I don't think that I'll ever play. Yeah, I'd love to do prosthetics and just be invisible, and then and then just get ready for my Oscar. Right, just, right. Hey, you, oh, if you just right put away. a nose on, you're halfway there. Or you know, but if that you have can a, actually just a nose can really make you look different. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like the nose. Nicole Kidman for um, right. That's uh, Virginia Simpson. Wolf. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, yeah. How I know movies. You didn't think that I know movies. <laughs> you didn't think I know movies. I'm bringing up from Nicole fucking the Kidman over here. here. Watch this, <laughs> Virginia <laughs> Wolf. Watch how, this. How the Virginia podcast go? You know, it was great. You know, he stands here. You know, Paul Giamatti, he stands here. He goes, oh, you know. He stands here. He stands That's here. It made no one. sense. What about not for nothing? That drives me crazy. Not for nothing's a good one, too. Not yeah, for not nothing. for nothing's a good one. Yeah. Not yeah. For All right. Let's let Paul go. He's been Thanks, guys. Uh, being very good Paul, to us. Uh, uh, Wag. Yes, sir. Chin Chin it's a new podcast. It's been out a couple months. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, Chinwag. Yes. That's a good show, no? Yes, it yes, is. Yeah. It's all about yeah, supernatural this. ghosts. I'll just do this. It's somebody you have this, I think, 30 coins coming out on HBO Max. Oh, yeah, that's on uh, HBO Max. And yeah. you play um, eccentric, kooky, crazy. Billionaire. I play a crazy billion- cult leader Ooh. billionaire. Yeah, so all your parts leader. now have a billionaire in yeah, it. Probably. Either you yes. or them, you know. Yes. And now yes. you've got Kerry Stoll. He's your new kind of billionaire, yep. you know. Yep. My so rival. 30 coins on HBO Max. He's got right. the podcast. Chinwag and of course billionaires. When does movie Billions is on in August? I think August, the, la- okay. the last season. And then the right, school that's right. holdover. This movie, the holdovers is holdover, in the fall. Holdover. It's like okay. Thanksgiving or something. Let like me tell that. you I'm something. Sure. You, you got more yeah. pots than a fucking not auto for factory. Not for nothing. The film is going to show. You, you got fall. more rolls than a bakery. Sausage and peppers. 
<laughs> right, watch this. Watch this. Anyway, all right. Pl- thanks, pleasure, Paul. Paul. Thanks, we didn't guys. I really appreciate too much. it. We enjoyed it. It was awesome. Thank you very much, guys. Th- thank you. Bye. Bye. This has been a podcast presentation of Cadence 13. Please listen, then rate, review, and follow all episodes. Available now for free wherever you get your podcast. No joke, folks. Fly on the Wall has been a presentation of Cadence 13, executive produced by Dana Carvey and David Spade, Chris Corcoran of Cadence 13, and Charlie Finan of Brillstein Entertainment. The show's lead producer is Greg Holtzman with production and engineering support from Serena Regan and Chris Basil of Cadence 13. 